0: Yeah, Steve. You with us there, old man?
1: Mm. I'm doing the old man thing. You see that?
0: Yeah, I was noticing your old manish ways there.
1: Old manness. Yeah. Hey, I'm proud. I'm proud that I've lived these forty some odd years. You
2: need yeah. a second pair of glasses, though.
1: No, I need all new glasses. Yeah. I think I'm going blind. Slowly. Slowly. I think by the time I'm 97, I won't be able to see much of anything.
2: Probably not. Just pretty much a view of your bedroom, whatever's no. at the foot of your bed.
1: Probably a view of the top of the carpet <laughs> by that time.
2: <laughs> I don't know, Alcorn. You're the Sweetwater legend.
1: Yeah.
0: You are the legend. So.
2: that get got to give you a plus 30 roll on dexterity or something.
0: Yeah. Something. Something. All right, let's get this fucking show on the road tonight, ladies and gentlemen.
1: This is the two-minute warning. The two-minute warning? He's being an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Once a week, three laddies come together from distant lines to talk about Big Feet. Martians, ghost, time travel, chupacabras, and the Sweetwater legend. I think we're
2: all huge fans of the Sweetwater legend. This is the Fortune
0: Slip with your host, Chris York. Say no to Quaaludes. Fuck no. Wait a minute. No. Say yes.
1: Co-host Steve Alcorn. Wait, take a break. Shut my camera off. And sometimes special guest, Matt Knapp.
2: Just accept it for what it is and just watch it and enjoy it. They don't know
1: who you are. They don't know what you want. If you're looking for entertainment, you may have come to the wrong podcast. But what they do have
0: is a very particular set of skills.
3: There are no cows.
0: No cows? No. No cows were harmed in the making of this incident. We often wish that your relationship went much like that of the praying mantis. <laughs> I thought
2: that was a reference to everything being green.
0: Yeah, sure you did.
1: Carry on, gentlemen. I'm going to do something else for a little
0: while. Wow, Steve. Would you like us to stop the program so you continue to do your shit? You're about to witness the strength of creep knowledge good evening and welcome to the 40 and slip this is episode 119 loch ness 2020 you got 2020 loch ness vision Steve?
1: No. no, we already established my vision is no, going. No, no, I don't no, with me. Fucking,
0: the fucking any vision on Loch Ness is as blurry as shit. It's about as blurry as every fucking Bigfoot photo.
1: I think I think that's just part of their makeup. They they tend to be blurry, just like the Bigfoots is.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think that could be the case. Could be problems in the world. Ah. But be that as it may. Um last week we had a bit of a scuffle on the program. The program We did? The program. Program? I guess. Um it, it like and I just want to address it for the simple fact that uh you know I, it isn't that I did not want to I didn't want to not associate with Richard. But at this time, I just don't think that I can. I don't think I'm capable. Let's put it that way. Um, I'm far too fucking volatile. So I uh, I had reached out to him and told him how I felt and that I wanted him to try to reach out and get himself a better support system for himself. So, um well,
1: Anybody depending on you for a support system is probably, yeah, no, right? I'm yeah, barking no. <laughs> up the wrong fucking tree. Jesus.
0: <laughs> but you know, just uh, that was my that was my take on it that he, he really should look into getting himself a better support system. But beyond that and moving on with the the show, I got to check out one of my new favorite movies. Over this past week, Steve, twice. Uh,
1: you're talking about movies. I don't know nothing about movies. Leviathan.
0: The oh, 19- oh, the one you told me about. The 1989 smash, amazing, wonderful hit in my brain. Probably did horrible in theaters and sucked a bag of ticks everywhere else. But I was looking for something to watch the other day and I came across the Peter Weller vessel, yes, Robocop, which is Leviathan. And this movie, for any of you who has not seen Leviathan, I recommend it. Just strap in for every fucking horror movie cliche you've ever fucking seen, pretty much played out on screen right in front of your fucking eyes. It was so bad, it was awesome. It had everything I wanted. It had a fucking monster. It had fucking alien chestbursters from Alien. It had a fucking uh sharks. It had Jaws references. It had fucking. It, it looked like the thing. It was everything I wanted it to be, Steve. Everything. It a lot less,
1: or a yeah. lot more. It was too much. <laughs> But you loved it. I mean, you, you loved it so much. I, I adored you it. Felt it. You felt it necessary to send me a link to the video. I did. And I promised I would never watch it. I know. <laughs> and you won't. It sounds awesome. I, I, love I, that shit.
0: I loved my, you know, one of my favorite, uh, sci-fi horror movies of all time is alien. And this is so reminiscent of alien. It, it rips alien right the fuck off blatantly. It's, it's so obvious. Was it, it
1: meant to do that? Or they just I think, ran that, out of
0: ideas I think they I think they did it intentionally. Um in, in my own opinion. I mean, I don't know that for a fact. and I haven't had a discussion with the people that made that film. But um, I believe that they completely ripped off Alien. And, the like, parts of it, they rip off the thing. It's, it's it's like I said, it's so bad, it's good. It's got fucking Hector Elizondo. Fucking, who doesn't love fucking Hector Elizondo? Great character actor from the 80s. Friggin' Daniel uh, Stern, the other guy that isn't Joe Pesci from Home Alone. Um, uh, Fucking Ernie
1: Hudson. Oh, wait, Daniel Stern. Yeah. I'm in, man. I love yeah. that guy.
0: Daniel Stern, fucking Ernie Hudson. The other Ghostbuster,
1: mm.
0: you know, and Peter Weller, fucking Robocop. No, oh, oh, and I almost forgot, almost forgot. You can't have, you know, a bad sci-fi on the water movie without your uh, Roy Scheider lookalike. Richard Crenna, the fucking man, the myth, the legend who plays the doc, as he should in the movie. But I love this fucking film. And you should too, Steve. You should
1: I'll put I'll s- some time into my busy schedule to, yeah. to watch this. Even later.
0: fuck Dean Cooper says, yes, Chris, it sucks so bad it was good. Even fuck Dean Cooper.
1: I think Matt will be joining us here shortly. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, are you trying to stir shit already? Oh, the game's over. Oh. Oh.
1: Yeah, He may take a few minutes, he may be in a celebratory mood, or maybe not, I don't know.
0: (laughs) What do you mean you don't fucking know?
1: I don't know, the score's right over here on the other screen, I know (laughs) what he's
0: doing. You're such an asshole.
1: (laughs) I, I can't help it. You're such a dick. I didn't jinx it. I didn't jinx it for him, that's all I know. You didn't jinx
0: it for him? No. Okay. I don't know. I'm not. I don't he's, pay attention. He's
1: breaking out the cognac right now.
0: Breaking it out. Yep. Having a drink. Several. I don't know. I I don't know that Matt is a uh, a drinker, but in, in but I'm I'm gonna go with it. Steve, should I go with it? Sure. Is it for sure? Yeah. Is it as bad as Spaceballs? The Beard Leviathan be, movie. Greater Picker. Oh my God, my friend! Ooh, see, Spaceballs is Mel Brooks, and uh,
1: yeah. and the, the guy from Honey I Shrunk the Kids was in that one. Yeah, Rick Moranis, Dark Helmet. He played Dark Helmet. Yeah, yeah, it looked like a giant penis on his head, <laughs> if I remember correctly. Didn't it? Am I wrong?
0: It it was insanely huge. I can tell you that. Yes. Yeah, this little guy and fucking Rick Moranis walking around with this humongous fucking helmet on his head. It was great. Rick Moranis, one of those guys who just fucking walked away from showbiz, just fucking
1: because he could. Because he could. Done. He wanted. He wanted to spend time with his family. He did it. No they, the
0: i guess they tried to get him back for uh <clears throat> ghostbusters and from what i've heard the word is uh-uh
1: <clears throat> fucking done
0: yeah done
1: but part of done didn't you understand you motherfuckers that's what he uh, said to him i heard.
0: I guess like i want to know if matt's fucking drinking I'm, a, I'm okay are you drinking no no uh, Did you order? Did did you order some math Or I mean, what (laughs) what do you do in Oklahoma when your when your team wins?
4: I don't uh, (laughs) know.
2: I don't even know what to do at this point. Yeah. Well, uh, well, hey, you know, Kansas
1: City is not from Oklahoma. Yeah, I was just trying to figure this one out. I guess it's the closest team, right? No. No.
2: Enjoy, it, Matt. It's just most people in Oklahoma love Dallas.
1: Oh, God, why? And I hate Dallas. I thought everybody did. I liked Dallas when Aikman was still playing, but after that.
0: Funny, funny story. Funny story, Matt. My ex-wife is a Dallas fan. Well, I'm glad she's your ex. (laughs) Is that
2: previous?
1: The most previous ex-wife. Yeah, I was going to ask which one, but. It doesn't matter. Yes. (laughs) I I don't even watch football, and I hate Dallas. I mean, that's pretty—that's pretty bad. Mm.
0: Uh, I, I got no stake in the game either way. I think if you know if, if it makes somebody happy that their team wins, you know, all good for them. The the thing that I don't like is the people that lose their fucking shit and get so fucking pissed off and angry and destructive when they lose.
1: And fucking refs.
0: I I had a kid when I was in seventh grade. When uh uh was it the Red Sox or the Patriots lost? He punched me. (laughs) I'm not even shitting. It's your fault. Punched me right in the face. Yeah, I I
2: don't understand. I don't understand any of like because I was like, dude, fucking get over it. Like the fans that go out and riot. Like I've never understood that shit. Mm. Like even when their team wins, they go out and like destroy property and burn shit.
4: Yeah. Yeah
0: boston
2: (laughs) like all of them there's like a one time yeah uh it was the miami dolphins i i think they're playing the oakland raiders and the raiders are notorious for having like over the top fans and there was like some guy at the game that was like a miami fan wearing like a miami dolphins jacket and after the game a couple of fans from the raider side like Beat the shit out of him and, like, pissed on his jacket.
1: <laughs> they, they beat the
0: fuck out of him.
2: Yeah, like, put him in the hospital.
0: Yeah. yeah, And that's that's the type of shit. It's like, what, what good does this do anyone? I mean, really? Uh, I never understood that type of behavior. I'll never understand it. But because I do have those
2: to people spend, like, millions of dollars on the teams, and, <laughs> you know, it does the teams good. Uh, I have
1: to say, though, if you're going to a Raiders game, You probably should wear your Dolphins jacket. I'm just saying. Right.
2: (laughs) You should probably be wearing black. Uh, (laughs) But it's like the closest thing by far, like football fans and football period is like the closest thing we have to like gladiator Coliseum fucking fights to the death. You know, like the, the fans get into it, like at that level, especially the drunker they
0: get. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> the drunker you get i've seen some crazy shit um like i've told you before i have a couple of cousins that are so diehard well the one of them was on the program greg yeah uh they're diehard pats fans and i've seen the two of them do some of the most outrageous shit on super bowl sunday i've ever seen in my life they they are so die hard and so committed to that team you know it's and, and i was talking to katie about it before the show i was saying you know uh, my other cousin has told me many times like i don't wish this on fucking anybody this type of commitment to you know to something i have no control over <laughs> basically
2: Well, I mean, I laughed, I, you know, like I've been waiting for this moment forever, (laughs) you know, my entire life as a fan. But it was just kind of funny because like my cousin called me. He's, you know, like a brother to me and like we've always he likes the Dolphins and, you know, we've always football's been our thing. And so like he called me and everything and like at the end of the phone conversation, he said, Well, I just wanted to call and congratulate you, man. And I just, you know, I just laughed because like I didn't have shit to do with anything, (laughs) you know. But like that's how fans of football are.
0: Yeah, I just wanted to congratulate you, man. You know, good job, man. Great season. (laughs) Yeah, you you ran all them yards, Matt. (laughs) Caught all them footballs. Yeah, I mean
4: that's
0: the thing is you're literally just your participation is in watching it. Yeah, and appreciating it. And I mean yeah, I mean if it wasn't for the fans, it wouldn't exist. You know, if if there weren't any fans, the NFL wouldn't be there.
2: Oh, no, no, no,
0: not at all. You know, so so in a way, yes, the fans are kind of the backbone of it. If you think about it. Yeah. But, but I mean, the, the at least they're out, the uh they're the ones who finance the whole thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But, you know, the the you know, the guys are out there, the team the players, they're the ones doing it. Yeah. You, know, it, it, you just get to enjoy the fruits of their fucking labors. You know, yeah. as being being the fan.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, I, I mean, the only thing I was ever really a fan of was baseball. And I I lost my my love of that uh, strike in the nineties. The old strike, yeah. That, fucking ruined that did it. it that did it for me too. And um, but I did come back. When the the Red Sox won the series, I and I did it like they were like three games. in, I think and I watched the rest of it, two or three games. And I can't well, I mean, you had to I didn't have to. I just it it got to a point where I was like, yeah, I kind of think I want to watch. And I watched the whole thing.
2: Well, I'm saying whenever I say you had to, I mean, in the sense of like, you know, the curse and all that, oh, like, yeah, yeah, everything you know, the mysticism built around it, and everything. And my
0: grandfather, right? my grandfather lived his whole life and never saw them win, and he was a, a Red Sox fan his entire life. You know, he never ever saw them win the World Series. Yeah, and it was, it just, it was just something like I, I don't know. I kind of felt like I should. It felt like I, in a way, maybe I kind of felt like I had to. But it was just, it was kind of cool. I was like, all right. And then I was done with it. I didn't watch them the next time they were. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, ah, fuck it. This is old hat. <laughs> I don't need this shit anymore. Back to my regular life. Because I well, mean, the, well, the strike made
2: baseball turn very ugly. Uh-huh. You know, because we were around the same age, you know, and we were like in love with the idea of, you know, baseball players, you know, and like, playing for the game and all that. And then when the strike happened, you saw like, oh, this is a bunch of bullshit. They don't care about us. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. And did I just read somewhere that the Astros are going to get to keep their title, even though they've, it's been proven that they did some sh- hokey shit. I don't
2: know. I, I haven't seen, but like, yeah, I mean, they fucking cheated. <laughs> but,
0: but fucking Pete Rose can't get in the fucking hall of fame. Are yeah. hitting me At yeah. yeah. this fucking point. Listen, people, those of you who are keeping Pete Rose out of the Hall of Fame, fuck you.
2: I'm telling you, man, he fucked somebody's wife or something. Yeah. And it, Bearded there has Picker, to be
0: more to it. Bearded Picker says, yes, they keep their title. So fuck them.
2: <clears throat> it's kind of like, you know, Maguire and Sosa and all those guys that, like, just devastated Barry Bonds, you know, devastated all the, like, the hitting records and everything. And then But I'm like, all oh, for that shit. Like,
0: oh, look, they're on steroids. <laughs> like, okay. I'm, I'm, I was like, I mean, Eddie and I were literally talking about this before the show. I was like, I don't care. But Roll like going it, up, cranking yeah, balls yeah. to fucking Mars. I don't give a shit.
2: Yeah, because like my whole view of it was like, I mean, you literally had one off season where Mark Maguire went from like looking like a regular guy to coming back from off-season looking like a professional fucking wrestler. Oh, my God.
0: And Is just, like, neck, cranking home eyebrows. runs. Like, like, his neck disappeared.
4: Yeah. It just
2: became his head. And you wanted to <laughs> sit there and lie to yourself and be like, oh, he's gotten really good at hitting. Like, no, dude. <laughs> no. He's taking, like, horse sperm or something. <laughs> yeah.
1: Isn't it, isn't it correct, though, that the performance enhancing drugs that he was taking weren't actually outlawed by baseball at the time he was taking them
2: yeah um, because nobody had been using them for that right. so there's no reason to outlaw them.
0: yeah they, right. they a lot of them have skirted shit like that and, and and people have tried to do that in the ufc as well uh, the ufc is crazy about how they drug test like they can show up at your house like in the middle of the fucking night
1: but you could yeah. kill somebody. I mean, if, <laughs> if you're taking the wrong shit, you could actually literally kill somebody in the UFC.
0: Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's. See, my thing with it is like I'm just let them fucking do it. Just fucking roid them motherfuckers out. Let's have fucking goddamn mutants in the ring. I don't give a shit. <clears throat> let them do whatever the fuck they want. They're the ones that have to live with it. Right. You know. I mean, they're the ones that are, you know, signing away their life. they i, I All of them do it. They're like, fuck yeah, fucking sign on the dotted line. I want to make some money. If people want to do it, and they're going to do it anyway. I mean, look at uh, fucking Lance Armstrong Armstrong did it. Fucking how many different fucking baseball players have they caught doing it?
1: Still. Still. Yeah. After that whole Mark McGuire thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, but we uh, and. Again, you know, something else I was talking with Katie about before the show was this. and I, We have no fucking problem <clears throat> when our uh, artists fix shit or our uh, musicians you know, fine-tune their voice or use auto-tune. But fucking steroids or performance-enhancing drugs, fuck you. Can't have that.
1: I think think the idea behind that is if only one guy's taking them, that gives him an unfair advantage.
0: Fight them all. Fucking boost them all. (laughs) That's what I say. Mandatory drug usage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Fucking fuck it. You're going to play baseball. You're going to have arms the size of fucking tree trunks. Or
1: Popeye arms. Just
2: have musical artists start doing steroids. Hey. So, like, Bieber can, like, bust out in a roid rage. (laughs) Rip some little teenage girl's head off.
0: Next time he tries to drum off with Quest, he fucking runs across the stage and tackles him.
4: (laughs) Fuck you! My voice is fine!
1: (laughs) Hello! (laughs) Oh, shit.
0: yeah i as far as like the steroid thing goes i i I do i totally think that they should just fucking fuck it at this point you know if you're gonna if you want to do it do it if you don't don't if you think you can perform up to the, the those standards and fucking beat the shit out of your body for it i really don't care it's 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 people doing what they, it, it comes down to what's that that whole thing that personal sovereignty shit you know, like, uh, for me, it's kind of like the same thing with weed. Like, it's a fucking, it's my body, motherfucker.
2: Well, there was a uh, an NFL superstar. Superstar. A, a running back legend uh, that came out of Texas uh, University or whatever, and then uh, played in the NFL and led the league in rushing. Like, he was a great player, like, one of the best there ever was but he smoked weed and they kept on punishing him for it until Mm. it finally got to the point where he said, well, fuck you. I quit Then Mm. He quit the NFL to go smoke weed. Yeah. He tried everything too. Like he moved to like Jamaica and like said, it was like part of his religious freedoms. (laughs) Like he, he tried to find every loophole possible. (laughs) Like I'm not (laughs) listening. I'll run the football, but I'm not gonna stop smoking dank. Yeah <laughs> and like they wouldn't budge and neither would he. So like he just like ended his career. Just yeah. like, fuck him. Fuck him.
0: I I but I think we're <clears throat> as far as like marijuana is concerned, I think we're getting to a point where it's it's going to get legalized <clears throat> across the board. Yes. I mean fucking Christ, it's in this state, I, like if I go to a store, a dispensary, it's like Willy Wonka's fucking candy factory. If they deliver it to the house, it's like they have the factory in the fucking car.
4: Well, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it's a totally
0: <laughs> different world now. And it, like, I just, I, I just think when, when it comes to weed, there's gonna be, I think there's gonna be a whole. Revolution across the country when it comes to it, it it's eventually it's going to happen. It's going to go across the board. I and I, why it's being held up at this point, I don't understand it. Like I do, do not get it at all. But I love how like Maine was one of the first four or five states to legalize, and will be the last one to actually retail sell it. <laughs> like because dispensaries are open here, but the retail shops got fucking. Had a moratorium put on for like two years. You couldn't fucking open one, so that it's supposed to it's supposed to um, open up in March. So it'll be interesting to see how it goes with that.
1: You gonna be there on opening day, there, Chris? I don't have to. You're like, you know, no, you don't. You get it delivered to the fucking house. Mm-hmm. Crazy.
0: Yeah, it's,
1: it, 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 it's it's. Just think about that. Ten years ago, you would have you would have been fucking put in jail for that shit. Oh yeah. Now you can just call somebody. Hey, bring me some water.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a time it's when I was it in my fucking car. But there was a
2: time that shit would have happened if you went and drank a beer. <laughs> you know, like
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but the the prohibition on marijuana needs to just to just end. It's just stupid. Like the and some of the states are even going with uh, psychedelics now, which is crazy.
1: That's a little crazy, yeah.
0: No, it, I, I think no. it's it's crazy that they're going, that they're making that leap, but I think it's good.
1: You think it's good, yes. No, Absolutely. other people would disagree, obviously. But.
0: Steve, most people are fairly responsible. The thing that you worry about are the outliers, and there are outliers that drink booze, and booze is legal.
1: It's because I'm from the state of Ohio, where there's a lot of outliers. <laughs>
0: Well, that's not my problem. I'm just saying. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, I, I mean, when
0: it comes to like mushrooms and stuff, those should totally be legal. Completely be legal.
1: In moderation, of course. Right? See,
0: the thing that you you don't understand, Steve, is going in excess with mushrooms. It's not you're you're associating one drug with other drugs and it's not the same
1: it's all bad drugs is bad drugs are bad okay (laughs) fuck you steve that's what they told me in high school we had the dare dare shirts and all that shit you know nancy reagan yeah they told me say no to drugs the
0: worst drug campaign ever (laughs) fucking ever fucking unleashed on the american people
2: Introduced millions of kids to drugs who had never seen
1: them
0: before. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the best way to get somebody not to do something is tell them not to. I mean, it yeah. always works.
0: Those old commercials.
1: I learned it from
0: watching you.
2: <laughs> but a, a lot of that shit was based on like it people was your being brain. slaughtered in like Brazil and Mexico and like smuggling in cocaine. That was, you know, the crack epi- epidemic is what launched that, not weed.
0: Yeah but but weed was always thrown in there dude
4: well yeah always
0: always it's, like it, weed was the most theory. common yeah weed is a gateway drug that leads you to crack and cocaine and heroin and eventually death like
1: what the fuck i learned it by watching you <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly it was great though that was meanwhile i never spent my dad you know, smoking weed yeah it didn't influence me one way or the other But it made me laugh every time that fucking commercial came on.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Did you have parents or a parent that did drugs? No, sir. Then I don't think you should be making fucking jokes about it.
1: I not. I didn't have parents that smoked either, but then I went and smoked. So.
2: I'm just saying, like, yes, the commercial itself was funny, but the message was true.
1: The message was true, yes.
2: You're right. To
0: some degree and, so, and in some cases, yes. But there's a lot of cases where kids see their parents yeah. smoking weed and they're totally adverse
1: to it. I think that's probably more common, actually.
0: Yeah.
2: Which cases? A lot of them. But that's just a blanket statement that you don't actually know if that's true or not.
0: Uh, actually, I do. Oh, okay. Then you can name some. He's doing research. I, I have a child and I don't want to name the child.
2: <laughs> okay, but so if your child smokes weed later,
0: then what? That's a different story, but I mean as far as like right now goes, that's the case.
2: So since your child tells you that they're cool with it, you just I mean, take cool. that as Cool. Well, well I'm well, saying they well, they act like it doesn't bother them or anything.
0: No, no, that's not what I'm saying. No. No 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 no. no.
2: Well, you said that the kids aren't adverse to it.
0: No, I said that there are kids who are adverse to
1: it. That is what he said. Which is the same...
0: (laughs) No, who see their parents smoking and don't Uh like it. Correct. Right. So you're agreeing with
2: me?
1: What? I thought Matt was going the other direction with this thing. So no, I don't.
0: I don't understand <laughs> I what you're trying true. to say. What I'm trying to say is that I'm I have trying a to child, say that I, have, like, I smoke weed, and I have a child that does not like that I smoke weed. Okay, I took it the other way. Sorry, yeah. I
2: took it as you saying that like there's lots of children out there who don't have a problem seeing their parents do drugs in front of them.
1: Um, there are no, I,
0: there are kids like that too.
1: Yeah, I'm sure there
2: are. I'm sure they exist, but I'm just saying, like, which one would be the majority? Like,
1: depends on. I'm I'm just speaking
2: from personal experience, man. Right? No, I I grew up in a situation where I saw my mom doing drugs, and it fucked me up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and I'm sure.
2: And and like, whenever I started smoking weed, it had nothing to do with my mother. Was it just weed? No, your mom. Yeah, that and that. Like but it was just weed whenever I was a little kid.
1: <laughs> but and in like, your that mind, bothered it's little, me too. Yeah, but in your mind, as a little right. kid, weed yeah. was bad.
2: Right? Yeah. So well, because I didn't even know what it was back then, right? I I just saw my mom and her friends doing it, and then they'd start acting weird, and it would fucking scare the shit out of me because yeah. they like, you know, you depend on your parents to protect you and keep you safe and everything, and then like they get fucked up and you're left to your own devices all of a sudden. And like all the adults are acting crazy and fucking doing stupid shit. And you're like, what the fuck? Like it's scary. Yeah. I bet it is.
0: Yeah. And, and in, in and in some cases it can be, and I'm sure in some cases it can be even scarier than what you went through.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mom wasn't smoking crack or anything.
0: I know a lot of people who have done drugs responsibly. And had children, though. And things are, you know, normal. Well, see, like my uncle, <laughs> he uh,
2: went and hid in his bedroom every time he smoked. He didn't smoke around his yep. kids or anything. But they always knew exactly what he was doing. And, like, you know, we get upset about it.
0: Yeah, like, like I said, I I think there's a, there are kids out there who get upset by it. I think there's kids that accept it. And I think there are kids who are just like, uh, oblivious to it. I mean, cause kids run the gamut just as well as adults, you know? And I, I, mean, I knew kids when I was younger that, that didn't give a fuck. And then I knew kids that totally did, you know, that were like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not, you know, I remember kids I used to hang out with. We all smoke cigarettes, but they'd be like, I'm not doing any of those drugs things. Those are fucking bad for you. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> my my son was very much against smoking cigarettes. But lot, he, yeah, he, he hated it, but <laughs> and it had nothing to do with me. It had to do with his buddy who was a smoker, so he tried it, and now he's now he smokes cigarettes. You know, yeah, so it, it's all it whoever they the idolize. Parent.
4: Yeah, uh, sometimes
1: it doesn't have anything that's... to do with the parents. Yeah, yeah. whether I smoked or not. He would have probably ended up smoking so no, he you know either one of my parents smoked cigarettes and i might have had a more a likelihood to smoke without me if i didn't but because he knew he knew it was a bad thing before he started he did it anyway yeah i mean i know my
0: i know now that my parents when i was younger smoked weed but you know <laughs> i mean i never saw it
1: well, they I were responsible the fucking with it. The
0: fucking—I never forget when my cousin was like, "Your dad smoked weed before," and I was like, "What? On what fucking planet?" I was—I was oblivious to it. I was, like, what? You fucking kidding me? My fucking straight laced father? Yeah, <laughs> I thought the, at the
2: time <laughs> your introduction to it came from somewhere else.
0: Yeah, my my introduction came to it f- through my cousin. Yeah. <clears throat> Dude comes home one night, fucking grabs, comes into the house. I'm staying with my aunt and uncle. Comes into the fucking house at like, god damn, it was like 11.30, 12 o'clock at night. I happened to be up watching TV. I was like 14 at the time. He comes walk, I- God, how old was he? He was 19, 20. Comes into the fucking house. W- goes into his bedroom. Dumps off his jacket and everything turns on his light. Comes back out. Grabs a cucumber out of the fucking fridge. And goes... I'm going to go in my fucking room, keep an eye out for my parents. <laughs> yeah, that's my introduction to fucking weed. I mean, that Juergens next to you. <laughs> yeah. like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> that's what's going through my head. And then he comes out with a fucking pipe and he starts smoking it out the door. And I'm just like, I'm like, what's that? He's like, weed. Want some? <laughs> I'm like, what, okay. will what will it do? And he's like, Make you high. I'm like, what's that mean? Uh, try it. So I fucking took a couple of puffs, and it didn't do much to me that night. I I think it probably just put me to sleep was what it wound up doing. Now I just sat back, watched TV. Boom. Next day, he smoked a joint with me outside, and I, I don't think I could have told you my name if you asked. <clears throat> I barely was able to walk back into his house by his parents with without losing my shit. <laughs> I was so fucked up. And God, did I have such dry mouth. Well, fuck. I don't miss that because I don't smoke fucking butt anymore. So I don't get that freaking dry mouth shit from all the smoke and everything. So much better. Well, but yeah, my introduction to fucking weed. Fun times. It wasn't my parents.
2: My parents yes, still smoke.
0: smoke. Uh my cousin? Yeah. Don't know, don't I don't speak to him. I don't speak to him. He was uh one of the ones that I had uh when I had the exodus from my family when I got sober. He was one of the ones that I cut ties with.
1: So usually it's the opposite. When you get sober, you reconnect with your family.
0: Um, but not
1: in your case.
0: Good portion of my family was uh not Not sober. Yeah. So um, but yeah, it was, it, it just, yeah, it made it, it made it very hard. Uh, but it was what it was, was what it was. It was at, cause he was like a brother to me. He really was. We spent a shit ton of time together and I mean, I miss him. And I, I've heard that he's sober now and that things are good and I'm very happy for him. Proud of him. Even. Um, I've heard that he doesn't quite feel the same way towards me, but that's fine. I don't give a shit. <clears throat> he, can, he can feel and think however he wants. I, I wish him well because I'm very glad that he's sober. Cause all I was expecting was the phone call that, you know, yeah. Hey, you have a funeral to go to. And I'm glad that I, More than likely won't be getting that phone call, so that brought everything down. Good job! Oh,
2: yeah, on that I could go down that road with you. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's good times, right?
2: So, Steve, the Stray King hat. Yeah, this is the second week in a row you've been wearing some sort of advertisement on your head. Are are you getting sponsors for this show or something?
1: Yeah, yeah, I. I went to Walmart and paid for this hat. $8.88. So That's what they paid. Wait, I paid for that. No, I'm not. No, I just needed a new hat, I, man. Uh,
0: listen, I thought, the thought the that it was... one a... Walmart
1: hat. Are
2: you yeah. a big fisherman? No. Then why like did you buy that hat?
1: Because be, it was I'll the cheapest one that I Walmart think, had.
0: I think that it's a slight to Katie for her bowling last night.
1: Her bowling was on par. I know.
4: Like
1: <laughs> your mom smoked you
3: yeah she's really good
1: i <laughs> wouldn't call it smoked but it was, it was well a for term. a
3: 70 year so old lady okay
1: she smoked she's your boyfriend you. i can tell you that i looked at the score
3: <laughs> yeah he's not great
0: <laughs> poor joe <I> was <laughs> like half of your score
3: my family's uh Big bowlers. I was on the bowling team in high school, so
0: oh, easy. Yeah, <laughs> she was criticizing the bowling alley. She's like, they fucking suck." This it place did. It sucks. Shit.
3: It was horse shit.
1: <laughs> but yeah, most that's of your really, that's little I local, mean. most of your little local bowling alleys do suck. Yeah. yeah. Listen, not everything is like the big Lebowski, Steve. We all wish it was. I can tell you, Katie, you would have beat me. I suck at bowling. I try, but mm. not good. Mm. I might bowl a 91, if that's even possible. Is that possible? I'm sure it's
3: possible. Yes, yes, it is. Mm. When I'm on a league, I usually hold about a 140 average, so not terrible for a girl.
1: <clears throat> my son, my son's a big-time bowler. He He's probably about a 130 right now. He he improves every year. He's he's actually pretty. He's a two-handed bowler,
4: so
2: pretty fun to
1: watch. Yeah. You mean he
2: granny tosses it down the
1: line? (laughs) I don't know. He watched that guy on TV that does it two hands. I don't know who it is. I I don't follow bowling. Did
0: you put it like? Was he fucking swing around? I mean,
1: no. He's got the curve going on.
3: Yeah, he puts a spin
1: on it. Yeah, oh, it's really cool oh, to watch. okay, all right,
2: all right, all right. Yeah, it's really you cool know, to watch. You know, one-handed bowlers do that, too.
4: Huh.
1: Right, but some people have better control two-handed, and he he just happens to have better control that way, hmm. and he gets better scores. He's, I mean, it's not odd for him to bowl, like, in the you know, almost 200 range. But right now, is that, because he changed balls, his average is a little low. <laughs> so is he going to go pick up an
0: Amish guy? And go into a tournament. Wouldn't be out of a question. Yeah, just some underground after-hours bowling. Yeah. There's got to be some Amish prodigy bowler out
1: there by you, Steve. I'm sure there are. My brother in law's Amish, so Former Amish. Red during Rome Springer or whatever.
4: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh,
0: fucking hell. Anyhow, Loch Ness, people. Got to love Loch Ness. They so, found it
1: yet? Yeah monster Um,
0: they found the lock oh (laughs) um (laughs) uh i had wanted uh i just wanted to go over it because there's been a lot of new speculation about what the loch ness monster is and or isn't and we haven't done like a a really big show on it or anything so um By now, we're all familiar with the mystery of Nessie at Loch Ness in Scotland. It's a long told story with thousands of sightings in the past hundred years. Pictures, intriguing videos, famed expeditions, and even several proven hoaxes. The surgeons photographed being one, I do believe. Um, Popular theories over the years have included giant catfish, eels, sturgeons, sharks, seals, or even a prehistoric plesiosaur. But still with nothing proven. The intrigue has stayed alive to this day. In 2019, a new scientist grabbed a hold of the mystery. New Zealand professor Dr. Neil Gamel. I'm going to say Gamel. He decided to take on the challenge with a new technique using environmental DNA. He took over 250 water samples from the lock, all from different areas and depths. Those samples were tested for the DNA of the different species that swim through those waters. The tests found uh, the many expected species and ruled out popular theories like shark, catfish, sturgeon, and reptile. But the prevailing DNA in almost all their samples was eel. This led Dr. Mm -hmm. Dr. Gamel to conclude that a giant eel is the most plausible theory for Nessie. Eels have always been known to be in the loch, however not reported to be more than 10 or 12 pounds and a few feet long. Some divers have reported to see eels as thick as their legs, but is that enough to call it a monster? Uh, Dr. Gamel's testing and documentary TV special has been met with criticism. 25% of the DNA sequences he found remain ident- unidentified. <clears throat> Critics think this invalidates Gamel's conclusions about the eel theory, but it also sparks a new and exciting interest in the topic once again. Who will grab hold of the mystery next? Who? Who? The story is reaching a new generation of children who will latch on to the intrigue with a fresh fascination, just like the many generations. No, it won't. Yeah, dude. I I, so uh, Katie got this is what Katie got for me, and I went and watched Vice did a a thing on Loch Ness. They have this this girl um, that does like these mystery, uh, uh, you know, in depth reports, and I guess or whatever. She did one on on Loch Ness. And uh, the thing that she had brought up, uh, one of the things for those of you who don't know, for those of you who are ignorant, a loch uh, in Scotland is a basically a massive fucking pond.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: It's a big pond. Um, but the thing that she got talking about was that just down the way from Loch Ness, in Loch Lockie, they have another they run
1: out of names. Headed Lock Locky.
0: Yes, Lock yes. Locky. Yes, lock, and uh President Starkey. So anyway, uh there's a, a sea creature there called Lizzie. Do you know about that, Steve?
1: Lock Locky Lizzie. Yeah. Do you know about that? I I know that there's other sea monsters uh, or uh, right. lock Did monsters. Did you know about Lizzie? No. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother four not
0: miles. that one, no. Oh. The 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 sea monster.
1: I, I'm not sure that I knew exactly about this particular monster no No. Oh. Hmm. hmm
0: well anyway d- supposedly <laughs> it, there's this sea creature in lock locky called Lizzie and uh, you know it, it doesn't get as much traction because it's not Loch Ness but they have their own sightings <clears throat> So, I so does that, like every freshwater I thought body was, in the world. I thought, I thought that was kind of interesting. The other every, thing I found interesting was Steve Feltham. Uh, mm-hmm. Steve, Steve Feltham. Steve Feltham. Steve. Uh,
1: <laughs> My name is Steve Feltham. I'm 54 years old. I'm thrice divorced and I live in a van down by the Loch Ness.
0: <laughs> this motherfucker left his wife, it left his family behind mm-hmm. to go literally live in a fucking van beside Loch Ness.
4: Hey. Renee DeHinden
2: did the same thing to go look for Bigfoot.
0: To solve the mystery of Loch Ness. D- was he DeHinden in a van down by the river?
2: No, it was a cabin in the Canadian wilderness, I think. Yeah, it's a little different.
1: <laughs> it doesn't sound as good when you're talking about it.
2: My name is Renee De <laughs> <laughs> You kids today don't
4: understand!
2: But he is the only Bigfoot researcher to ever appear in a beer commercial, so that's kind of cool. Well,
1: yeah, he's got that. I do remember seeing that commercial. It's a good one.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I forget the name of it, but do you remember the beer? Um. It's like it's, that one. yeah, 1970s. It, it, it's
2: that one beer, you know, from up over there. Oh yeah, that one. Sasquatch
0: something. Yeah.
4: Let's go come here. Huh?
0: <laughs> Was it Rainier? Rainier. Rainier, is that how
2: it's pronounced? Yeah, uh, the, uh, the mountain there. Rainier. I, I know there's a there's a, a a Rainier beer, Rainier whatever. There's a beer that has like a uh, a real cool like poster of like a barbarian, the beer beerbarian as it's called. <laughs> beer Barry. But it's done in like the old like Conan art. Right, right. It was, like, came out like, in the seventies. That
0: shit. Yeah, it's yeah. fucking badass. I love that old artwork. I was actually just posting some Frazetta on uh, on the light.
2: Yeah, come on. Nobody's got an answer in the chat or anything.
0: Like, jeez,
3: coconut beer. There
2: you go. Thanks, producer.
3: (laughs) My internet's slow. You got to give me a minute.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not as slow as the hosts of this show. Yeah. Yeah. One of them
0: smokes a lot of weed, so he's a little slow. But yeah, I have, I, I have no excuse. I I personally think uh, um, that the eel theory is probably the most plausible at this point.
2: I mean, it kind of matches the description.
0: It, yeah, if if um, if one got large enough, then yeah. And we all know there's anomalies out there. There's these weird, wild fucking things that just manage to be huge. I mean, there are these fucking people who wind up being like. 7 feet fucking tall and shit you know it isn't out of the realm of possibility that an eel could grow to be larger
3: well that, that was actually what? a thing they mentioned in the doc I watched was I guess there's thing called uni eels where they don't breed and they just get bigger and bigger and bigger
0: they don't breed
3: I, that, I did not research it more specifically but hmm. I found it intriguing
1: if they don't breed, how do they keep existing?
3: Well, no, like rare cases, oh, one out of every three hundred um, eels.
0: They're not like, they're, they not like species.
1: Li- they're not like
0: those lizards that wind up um, <clears throat> cloning themselves. Um, they're they're all they wind up all basically being female. There's this weird lizard that like there's this whole subsection of them that are female, but on the outlying areas, there's males. They can still get DNA, new DNA in. But if they don't, then they will just clone themselves basically to create new offspring. It's fucking weird.
1: That's crazy shit.
0: Yeah, but that does happen in nature.
2: There's like a fish that undergoes a a natural sex change. Yeah. Too, that's like really weird yeah. um, but what about the the i guess so the ill uh theory is just saying that like the cases where people report seeing it on land near the lock is just wrong or like lies or
0: something i guess i don't know I don't
2: think there's like a lot of those reports, but I think there's more than um, one. Um,
0: there's, uh, there was, um, oh god, there, there was a a case of a, a couple. They were in a car and they saw her walk across the road, supposedly. Yeah. Um, on the Vice episode that I watched, they had uh, a couple that had seen it um, come up out of the water, and when she went to go take a picture of it, it was gone. Uh, Of course. I'm trying to think of what else I've heard of on land stories.
2: There seems like I remember one about like a guy trying to like follow it, like track it and uh, could follow like where it went through the brush and everything, but then like lost it or something.
1: Yeah.
0: I've only, the, the only one I really know about is the, it's, uh,
2: God, the one to... crossing the road in front of the couple is the most famous.
0: Yeah, I I can't remember the names of them. I want to say Spicer were the last names. Uh, but I don't quote me on that cuz I can not remember. I know I did the story on it on my channel. Um that the that couple sighting. But I can't remember their fucking names for the life of me. Um <clears throat> but yeah, and then I mean, you've got this where people think they're seeing some sort of Uh, quote unquote dinosaur or lizard like creature, um, you know, much like what people say they're seeing in Africa with the Mokele and Bembe. Yeah, so uh, it, it, people are seeing something. What is it they're seeing? That I
2: joked about it, I joked about it earlier, but like, honestly, there are a shit ton of lakes that have these creatures reported you know that have their own creature and they're all pretty much matching the same description that's the oh, only yeah. reason i ever personally thought like oh well maybe there really is something to the to this you know and perhaps it was you know i, I don't know uh, a remnant dinosaur that made it by living in fresh water for a while before they all died off or something yeah. it's kind of like you know, dragons are reported all over the world from different cultures too. That's really weird to me. Well,
0: what about the uh, what about the seal theory?
2: I don't know. if I know the seal theory.
0: Like there, oh, they're, is they're theory, there is there is a theory that seals have come in from the ocean, but they would obviously go back. So, what if somebody saw a seal, and that was their Nessie sighting? Quote mm-hmm. on. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: The seal's <clears throat> capable of coming out on land, too, and walking across right. the
0: road. It has flippers. Yeah. I mean, if somebody wasn't seeing it right or, you know. I'm, well, not, I'm not, not trying to, like, put words in people's mouths and saying, this is what they saw. But, you know.
2: There was a hoax picture floating around the internet not too long ago. I want to say this past year um, that showed a group of seals in the water. hmm like coming out of the water as they swam, but it was just like a photograph and it looked like, you know, a creature with multiple lumps coming out of the water, but it was just a group of seals. Right. Zoom in and see them. Yep. Um, But is it a pot of seals? It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah. I don't know what the freaking
2: group of seals. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I guess it could happen. And, um, a lot of these, uh, locations that have these stories are definitely, colder climates the water temperature would be colder
4: yeah Um,
3: the big hole in the uh, seal theory that i heard was that the seals are known to come in to follow the salmon but it only happens about every five years
0: yeah but what i'm what i was saying about the seal thing was if they do it would kind of it could account for the sightings where people are seeing this thing that looks like something else yeah and, the, and then your normal sightings that people are seeing are just eels they're seeing like the humps in the water or whatever i mean eels yeah did i say eels i fucking don't know <clears throat> but uh yeah I, I mean i think that's a it could be a plausible theory i guess what if
1: what, if what people are seeing are a combination of things
0: you know, yeah that's what i mean Like, yeah. it's a bunch of different things and they're just associating it all with the Quote unquote Loch Ness Monster.
1: I mean, some people could see a, a log floating out in the lock and that would be their Loch Ness Monster. Somebody else might see an eel that would be their Loch Ness Monster and somebody might see a seal. Right. You know, you
0: know I mean, it makes
1: sense. And somebody well, might see up, an actual Loch Ness Monster. I don't know.
2: I grew up spending a lot of time on the water at a lake <clears throat> and just, I mean, simple things that you don't really think about just the waves reflecting light in a certain way or like a cloud will move overhead causing a shadow on one part or it's not on another or there's like rogue waves on lakes just like there are in the ocean and everything else if you're not used to seeing these things and recognizing what they are like they look weird and they could be mistaken for other things the the log thing especially you know if you've got like a log floating that has some like twists in it and stuff as it flows with the water, like different twists come out of the water and go back underneath and everything else and get caught in like currents. I mean, you have like a channel usually running through a lake where the current will be stronger than other parts. So you'll have this part where like debris is floating down river or whatever on the lake, but 20 feet away, nothing's moving, you know? And it, it causes a lot of optical
0: illusions. Yeah. I mean, and You have the same type of, in the ocean, there's currents, Mm -hmm. you know, so it, it, there's, there's all kinds of ways that this could trick your mind. I think, you know, as far as like what people are seeing now, could there be a creature in Loch Ness? I guess Mm. there could be. I mean, they say that thing's pretty fucking deep. seems pretty thin.
1: With all the years of investigation in that one particular lock. You'd think they'd come up with something solid if it was there. Yeah, by now, you know.
0: Yeah, and the guy's DNA test. I mean, granted, yeah, some of it came up unidentifiable, but I mean, I think the eel. For I mean, for me, for now, the eel theory kind of makes sense, and it's the strongest
2: theory out,
0: right? And and what we were just saying, like between that and like what other the other shit that people can see in that thing. Like we were talking about, you know, a log, uh, uh, something, you know, floating in there or an eel or when the seals come in or whatever the case may be. And they're just all associating it with this l- pond monster, I guess, because it's not a lake. Yeah. <laughs> but pond- here's what
2: gets me is like, okay, so everybody, you know, you have your believers and your proponents that are just like so hung up on like, oh, this has to be, some sort of undiscovered amphibious reptile, you know? If it is a giant eel, I think that's just as cool. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. I and, like agree. that.
2: happens a lot, you know, like before something's discovered, it is mysterious and strange and weird, you know? It doesn't have to be like this big grand thing. It could just be something much more simple than what people thought it was, but it's still a huge discovery either
0: way. Right, or you know, and even if it's just a it, you know a, a, an oversized eel, like you said, it's it's a it's an oddity. It's something outside the norm. Yeah. That's
1: cool. Yeah,
0: you know, I think a lot of times, oftentimes, like especially like because we do, you know, we do this show all the time. And we're looking for these. We're not looking for them. Like we're not out looking for these fucking creatures, but we're always looking into this this shit. So, you know, it's. It 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 it's it's just not surprising that you know we, that I'd get stoned and forget what I was talking about.
2: <laughs> giant eels in a pond.
0: That's right. Giant eels in a pond. That people would see that as something else. It's it, but I
2: mean, it. It's also cool that Loch Ness, like Bigfoot, have become so well known on a global scale that they're used in like pop culture and stuff. Oh Very, yeah. Whenever you think that like these are like supposed monsters that are real that you know have gone undiscovered, but yet you we, find them like on advertising,
0: you would ask people about the like cryptids or like you know these undiscovered creatures. Like top three: Bigfoot, Loch Ness. What's number three? Chupacabra.
1: But right <laughs> now it's probably Chupacabra.
0: <laughs> it ain't even real, man. It doesn't but, matter. but i mean you know bigfoot and loch ness are right up there and those are your things yeah you know i mean
2: i just did a show where like i kind of like you know had a freak out moment because the guy i was talking to he said that like his first real introduction to bigfoot was at a book fair whenever he was a kid he bought this book and half the book was about bigfoot and half was about the loch ness monster and that was the first bigfoot book i ever owned as a kid and it wasn't like a popular book or anything, but just right there, like in the 1970s, they put somebody published a book mm-hmm. for young adults. That was half Bigfoot, half
1: Nessie. Yeah. We had that book in my library in uh, middle school or high school.
0: Yeah. The one that I got introduced to, uh, I was on the bookshelf in the back of my fourth grade teacher's room. And it, had all kinds of creatures in it. It had the Thunderbird, the Jersey Devil, Bigfoot, and Mothman. And that was my introduction to all of that. It was in the fourth grade.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> my introduction came later in high school, but I was a library aide, so I had a lot of time on my hands in the library. But I get the Yuri Geller is what got me into this kind of bullcrap. Because I believed in it back then, obviously. Now we all know Yuri Geller is a big... spoon bender? Well, yeah, but as a kid, you know, as a young impressionable teenager... Were you bending spoons? I tried. I as tried a my kid,
2: you, you believe that there is a guy out there that could bend spoons with his mind?
1: Yeah, I did. But I quickly came to realize that, that was a bunch of shit. But it got me into the whole topic. And that's why I started, you know, where I started learning about this shit. But then we had UFO books in there and we had Bigfoot and Nessie and all that shit, in our library. Pretty cool. I mean,
2: well, Chris has a pretty decent collection of the, uh, the old time life mystery books. Actually, no,
0: I don't anymore.
1: Oh,
2: well, okay. But you did. <laughs> and like, I always thought that was real cool. Like in the eighties, whenever time life, you know, they used to release books. They came out with a whole set of books about like this type. Oh of stuff. yeah.
0: Like psychic phenomenon. Yeah one on bigfoot and uh and create a mysterious creatures
2: witchcraft Um, i believe
0: uh, Yeah. i i i I just sold uh what was it 17 of them it wasn't it wasn't the full set but um yeah i mean i remember when those fucking came on tv i was like get the fuck out time
2: yeah Yeah. that that proves it yeah (laughs) validation bigfoot's real alien
4: real i
2: had an old uh, golf video game you know that was like pga license and everything and there was like a couple levels on it like one i, I can't remember where it was but i i want to say it was like in north carolina or south carolina or something like i'm sitting there like on the putting green and like in the background past the crowd a fucking bigfoot peeks around a tree at me <laughs> and at first i thought i was like tripping like <laughs> like <laughs> The that really happened, out. and then like there's a level where you're playing like in Scotland at a castle, and like in the background, you see the, like the Loch Ness creature like poke its head out of the water and go back under. Oh, nice! Yeah, just a couple of like little Easter eggs that they threw in there,
0: yeah. And then you got in Garden, uh, the Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare, they put Bigfoot in the game, yeah. You know, you can go hunt. You can go hunt Bigfoot.
2: Yeah, you think he's like eating babies and stuff, and it turns out he's just a big gentle giant.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's really cool. Like some of the pop culture shit that's come out of these creatures. I mean, like Loch Ness. I mean, Christ, they they make fucking stuffed animals. Same thing with Bigfoot. Yeah, I mean, th- this is a whole industry. I mean, there's
2: like a some kind. Of, I always see it on Amazon, like this. It's like a soup ladle or something in the shape of Loch Ness. Yep. You know, just for your kitchen.
0: Yeah, it's Pretty cool a cool
2: it, one too. I think we have that one.
0: And there are people who it <laughs> is green. And there there are people who get right into it. Yeah. And go all in. You know, you know those people, Matt. The Bigfoot people, they go all in and everything's Bigfoot. Oh yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know, or the people that uh that they want to celebrate their Native American heritage. Or <laughs> my family's case the lack thereof yeah. uh, and they decorate their whole house in native american shit yeah dream
2: catchers
1: lots and lots of dream catchers my sister, yeah. my sister always did that shit like, what the fuck we uh, do have some native american blood but we didn't grow up on a fucking reservation are you want to live foreign no i mean mine is actually verifiable but <laughs> but it's so minimal at in our generation the one that really irritates me
2: is is the crap in the in the bigfoot community where you have like all these uh native amer this is quoting native american uh shamans and uh psychics and (laughs) i I don't know what to call them and it'll end up being like some old white lady with blonde hair but but she'll call herself like crow feather or something (laughs) <laughs> and she's got a special bond with the Bigfoot people and talks to them with her mind. And there's like tons of them. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. 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 And like whenever I used to go out into the field, you know, looking for Bigfoot and everything. Like whenever you're out there and you're looking for this thing, yeah, you hear shit and you're like, oh my god, what was it? Did you hear that? You know, and your mind starts racing and I eventually got to the point where like I became okay with that. Like you're out there in the woods, it's scary, it's dark, whatever. You're looking for a creature. Yeah. Your mind's going to get the better of you and you're going to be jumping at everything and everything's going to be a Bigfoot. but then you have to document and record all that stuff. And then once you get back home and you're safely in your house, calm down and then go back and look at all that stuff, you know, with fresh eyes, and realize that it's not all Bigfoot, and debunk it.
1: You know, hmm. you should debunk first and prove last. You know,
0: yeah. Well, I I think that Bigfoot researchers should be looking at their stuff with a fine tooth comb at all times.
1: Oh, they do. It's just the wrong fucking comb. Yeah,
0: it's the wrong comb. For fuck's sake, um, yeah. It it just. It, It baffles me the amount of horseshit that gets put out and that people and not it's not that it gets put out like I don't give a fuck about these people who put out these hoax videos or put out videos and say, is this a Bigfoot or whatever? It's the people that glom onto it and say, you don't know, you know, fuck you like you don't either. You know, it's a fucking video or it's a picture or whatever the fuck it is. You know, you don't know either. You know, and, and when it comes to that picture or that video, that's the thing. And they they just, they fucking, and even it, the one that pisses me off the most is when they, they, they hang on and it's an obvious hoax. Yeah. And people are still fucking hanging on to it with like for dear life clawing their fucking hands in and it's so obvious it just those are the ones that really disgust me by the way did anyone get to see the dr johnson video
1: oh no he put out a new video
0: oh i I saw it via para breakdown Yes, so did i
1: (laughs) i have not Oh, Steve. I saw the UFO in Texas video.
0: You are in for a fucking treat. Uh, Should
1: I watch both versions or just Phil's? You can watch whichever version you'd like. I mean, I'm not sure I really want to watch a Dr. Johnson video. I'm just saying. It's interesting.
0: I can tell you that for a fact. Uh, I have such mixed emotions about that guy. Listen. don't. You... (laughs) You you can't be who you are being him and then come out and just say that everyone is wrong. That's basically what his video does. Because it comes out and says, They're all nice people and all, but they're wrong.
2: They're just mad because they didn't figure it out first. Like what the fuck is this? What just what? such
0: a fucking
2: arrogant asshole? <laughs>
0: It is narcissism to a degree I can't, I I can't fathom.
2: But that's what I don't get. That's his field of expertise. Yeah. I mean, he's like a, a classic. Like he's like the Hannibal Lecter of Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy blows my mind. And here's the thing: so part of me. Is like, okay, Did
0: money maker say to you on your,
2: <laughs> his, the shit that he puts out is so asinine and ridiculous. I, I understand that some people believe it. And some people want to give him the benefit of the doubt and like, oh, well, you don't know nothing. To, okay. Whatever. In my opinion, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Of Shit. So there's no way. And I know that a lot of people will disagree with this and that's fine. There's no way that he believes it himself. I know people think that he believes it. I don't think that I think it's all just made up bullshit and he's making money and getting attention and he's feeding his own inner beast and that's all he cares about.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm like, you know what? That doesn't have anything to do with his profession. It doesn't matter. You know, this is, is what he's doing as a hobby in his free time. You know, if, uh, People really cared, and like he's been on TV, he's easy to look up and everything. But then I watch a video like he put out last night, and the first thing that comes through me following the seething anger was somebody needs to tell like every person he ever talks to on a professional level, like, this is who you're talking to, this is who you're confiding in, this is the person that you're like looking to for mental help and
1: advice in your life on a personal level this guy apparently his uh, patients or clients or whatever you want to call them. Do not know how to use Google at all because he wouldn't have any clients. I mean, I wouldn't, would you, would you go to him? Hell no. And he was a child psychologist for a long time. Wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Family therapist. Yeah. Gives seminars, writes books, not taking my children to him. Sorry. Or anybody even remotely like him.
2: But like if I'm not mistaken, in the past, like the the powers that be like social services where he lives was like contacted and like told about this other life
1: that he lives. Right. And they looked into it and they didn't care. Yeah, it's crazy to me. I mean, the the tying his kid to a tree thing is what put me over the edge with it. Yeah. Yeah. I know it was fake. I know it was for for shits and giggles for but YouTube fake shit goes whatever. wrong. <laughs> But you don't portray a
2: child tied to a tree. No, because guess what? Somebody watching your video is going to go tie their kid to a tree now.
1: Yeah, because people are are like that. And I've always said he's running a fucking cult. You know, it's basically a fucking cult. And the people that he is telling this stuff to fully believe he's the fucking messiah. He's the new
4: Elmore.
2: Well,
1: basically, that's what he's doing.
2: And like I've heard Chris and other people say this in the past, you know, one of the theories floating around out there, at least, you know, thrown out in conversation, speculation, whatever you want to call it, is that this is all some huge giant, like psychological experiment of his that he's like documenting. If he ever did, if that ever turned out to be true and he released a book going into detail about this entire journey, like, dude, he'd be up for like, Prizes and shit. <laughs> like,
1: God, that yeah, would I mean, be the, like one of the biggest the mind fucks in history. Fucked with? Uh, I, he'd have to be in witness protection or some shit after that. I mean, the people that he—he's I mean, fucking with people who probably aren't all there mentally in the first place. Oh, he probably. Get punched.
0: If know, that happened, like they'd wanna, they'd want people would want some type of justice from it.
1: I I don't know. I think. There, the people that follow him would probably just fall on right, right through the whole fucking thing anyway. Oh, that's all he was. Oh, great. Matthew Johnson. He's our God. But you he know, has kind of groups thing. of people
2: that go on record validating his claims.
0: Oh yeah. Which, which also surprises the fuck out of me.
2: Now I understand that like from the cult perspective, Like if you're one of his followers and believers, then like you go out into the woods with him. Yeah. You're going to validate his claims. You're going to say, yep, I saw the same exact thing, regardless of whether you did, but you're probably going to believe it because you're that type of mentality. Right. But whenever you have quote unquote, respected skeptics that go out and come back and validate his claims, regardless of how much back crawling they do later on or, You know how they try to write it off;
1: it still happened. My guess is these respected skeptics were probably going out there trying to capitalize on something. That's the only thing I. That's the only justification I can see for that. I'm Uh,
2: sure their signature is on the bottom of a contract somewhere.
1: Yeah, and it has to be. Which skeptics are we talking about?
2: Bibs, maybe. Nobody important.
0: <laughs> Wasn't there a video afterwards?
4: <laughs> like, how I did, did not
2: I, have sexual relations? <laughs> with how, that do
0: you, woman? how do you let yourself? Like, I and since that's happened, like he, as far as I know, like he's completely distanced himself from. it, Hasn't he?
4: Yeah.
2: So well, well that's the thing. He. he he got to go there, he got to validate and get off. Like, <laughs> no pun intended. Like, it didn't damage his reputation at all. Zero. It's yeah. like Meldrum. Meldrum went out with Todd standing yeah, and came Rod back
1: unscathed. Fucking standing. <laughs> yeah. There's a group
2: of us that, you know, shouted at the rooftops about it, but it didn't matter.
0: Yeah, no. It just, it just fell on deaf ears.
1: Todd Standing comes out unscathed. That's the yeah, thing. He's still unscathed. Yeah.
2: We pointed out a new video where somebody caught him with Bigfoot costume hands in his possession, I'm <laughs> like, oh, that that Todd,
0: yeah, that sort of character. Yeah, he Todd, oh, my, he's just out there doing the Todd thing.
1: <laughs> well, Todd Standing probably isn't doing anything all. Matthew Johnson, on the other hand, I think that borders on some some maybe illegal shit going on. Illegal as in far as in manipulating people to give him money type thing. I guess standing is doing it in a way too. But, they're all con men. Well, they're con men for sure. But Matthew Johnson takes it to a level that definitely should be investigated by proper authorities. I'm just saying. Yeah. If you want to give your money to fucking Rick Dyer, have at. right? If you want to give your money to Todd Stanning, have at. But fucking Matthew Johnson, you better have your head examined. I'm just saying.
0: Yeah, no. Uh, the the fact that he gets as many followers as he does is telling. One is too many. It's but it's so telling. Yeah. Like it, that people are so willing to believe whatever.
2: They want to escape reality as far as they can.
0: And this gives them that escape. For some reason, they like believing that Bigfoot is this extra-dimensional creature that can heal them. I
1: don't think it has much to do with Bigfoot at this point. I really don't. I think it all has to do with their fascination with Dr. Johnson.
2: But this is also a telltale sign, in my opinion. Have you noticed... Dr. Johnson has quit using the term Bigfoot. Well, good. He uses forest people. Oh, yeah. And he calls them by names like Zarthon or whatever. So, like, one could argue if he was ever exposed. Well, I was never talking about Bigfoot. I was talking about the forest people. He did call them Bigfoot, though. At one point. Mm -hmm. Yes. But no longer. No longer.
1: Exposed for what, though? You can't prove a negative.
2: Defrauding people.
1: Defrauding people, yes, you can prove that, but you can't (laughs) prove that you you know can't be exposed for being a hoaxer if there's nothing to expose.
4: Oh right. I mean, I'm getting a message from Zarathon right now.
1: Yes, everything's in the ether. I mean, there's no physical evidence of anything.
0: Well, he did say he could open a portal at will. There's physical evidence that he's a fucking asshole.
1: (laughs) I hope he opens that portal, goes through it, and stays there. (laughs) Just saying. Like, really, man? I mean, we've been talking about this dude for. Oh, Oh, God. God. Since the show began. Magic fucking Johnson. (laughs) And he's still around and he still garners new support. New support. That's what what fucking gets me. Eric Beckyard was around until he died. Yeah, well. How long do we got (laughs) to (laughs) wait?
2: Apparently, a while since Doctor Johnson's Bigfoot can cure any cancer.
4: Yeah, any, that's what—that's any, what, that's the, what the
1: scary. That's what the scary part about Doctor Johnson is, is that he's telling people that his Bigfoots or forest people or imaginary beings of some sort can heal you. People buy into that shit. That's what makes this a fucking cult.
2: Buy into. Yeah, yeah, because then you have people that are desperate to find a cure for whatever ails them. And they're going to pay him money to take them out and have the forest people cure them.
1: It's no better than those guys in Mexico, the, the, I wonder if I can the can can healer guys. Awesome
0: that my PP doesn't work and I want psychic, to kill it.
1: psychic surgeons. He's no better than that. You know? Bigfoot faith healing. <laughs> man, it, you know, this guys. Man claims, this man claims to be a Christian. That's the funny part. This this might be our opportunity, though.
2: I mean, if we put on a big thing, a big production of it, <laughs> get a revival tent.
1: Oh, got to have the revival tent. Some old gospel type singers. Yeah.
0: I've been touched by the light of Zorth.
4: <laughs> I mean, pray- we're making, I we're you're making pray. light of this shit. That
1: a, for the people involved, when the walls come crashing down, it's not going to be a good thing. I don't you know, think the walls
2: will ever come crashing down for those people.
1: I do think so. Because every cult, the walls come crashing down eventually. And and I'm not saying he's going to have them all commit mass suicide or some shit like that. Somebody's going to get hurt out there. Somebody will. I've been saying it for a couple of years. You put fucking Fritos out for a imaginary creature and some bear comes in there. It's going to kill you. And it's going to happen. And that's when the walls will come crashing down. Well, I something think, will happen.
0: I think the the more beyond that, there's no there there is no idea of safety when it comes to that. <clears throat> and they're so open to the idea that they're in tune with something that I think you're right, Steve. I think somebody's gonna do something stupid.
1: They're putting themselves at risk every time they do that every time
0: yeah and it's gonna wind up being because they think that they're somehow communing with nature
1: well they'll be communing with fucking nature all right
0: yeah in the fucking belly of a bear but
1: well and it might not be a bear it could be a mountain lion it could be a a coyote it could be anything could be Lyme disease yeah just well Lyme (laughs) disease yeah you can get that anywhere but yeah I'm just saying this this is why i stopped speaking about matthew johnson really because it bothers me so much that these people the truth
0: and, loves the show and, and the we chris love sure the truth the oh wait yes. a minute i need mean to put gabby up there for a minute
1: <laughs> yeah, why would you <laughs> would be yeah,
0: I just didn't want to that that wasn't intentional is this like fucking
1: e-harmony i've been watching something? i've been watching chris hansen lately he's got a, a oh, show. The, the seat steve have, have a seat with Chris Hansen. He's into that whole Anision thing. Have you watched any of that?
2: Which anyway, allows a, you to have sex with teenagers?
1: Yeah. Well, it it it's a very similar situation, if you think about it, to what Matthew Johnson does. He's a very manipulative person and he gets you to believe these things and he draws you in. And it's very hard to leave a situation like that because now you you're you're invested in this whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's a very similar, I mean, if you watch, and I've unfortunately watched way too much of that shit, I didn't even know who that guy was, but it's a very similar type of, you know, ma- manipulation of people. People are enamored with you, they want to come out and see you, they don't realize you're this fucking bastard, you know, it's, it's just bad stuff. Yeah, it could end very badly. I think it will. And I hate to say that. I really do. I mean,
0: I... You know, again, it could just fucking fade off into the nothingness, too. There are many cults that stick around or just go away or nothing really bad happens, but they just, they're still fucking, just, you know, a bunch of fucking whack jobs. I mean, Scientology is still there. Yeah. Yeah. So... I, I mean, I don't know that necessarily something bad is going... Something bad could happen. It's just um, a,
2: but are there activity. people that exist like this in the the field of Loch Ness? I bet Is you. there, like, somebody out there who's like, Loch Ness is <laughs> an all-powerful being that communicates with me telepathically?
0: Maybe I that's what I am trying to do.
2: If you wade into the Loch naked. A stroke of midnight on a full moon.
0: After you call to the corners, <laughs> you can commune with the water spirit. It's not. It listen. It's a water spirit, Matt. Yes, Before people. It's a water. An spirit. elemental. Yes. <clears throat> and by the grace of the elemental, we will rise up, <laughs> Poseidon. Can I get a trident? Yes. That'd be awesome. I'll go fucking hang out at the lock, start myself a cult. Steve, what do you think?
1: Hey, I'm all for starting a cult, man.
0: I can be Scottish. I'll I'll become Scottish. Can I do that? You can try. Can I get Scottish citizenship? Oh, I'm sure you could.
2: They'd welcome you with us. You need to talk to next time you have old Steve Coles on, Squatch (laughs) Detective. He loves to talk about the Loch Ness. Does he? He he got called over there, man. He got recruited for a documentary
1: as like the cryptozoology yeah, expert. He spoke. He spoke on our show about that.
0: Yeah. Did was he? Did he actually go? He went on the expedition. Yeah, yeah. went to Scotland.
1: Aren't sure. you listening yeah. to the fucking show? You're the <laughs> but,
0: host. Listen, Steve. They all blend into one another.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> I agree. I've done so, many so many now. Many I, can't
0: I go back and listen to it, and I'm like, I fucking totally forgot I said that.
2: There, there was a guy that uh, he had worked with, a, a director, I believe, uh, for
0: a different channel
2: and a different project, a Bigfoot-related project, who uh, ended up doing a similar type show about the Loch Ness Monster, a standalone show. It wasn't a series or anything. And uh, asked Coles to be his guy. Huh. And Coles uh, got upset because he showed how, like, uh, one... At least one sighting of Loch Ness uh, on video had been a misidentification. and They didn't use it or didn't give him credit for it or something. You know how TV right. works. Right, right, right. Over editing or whatever. Um, but yeah, he got to go over to Scotland and spend like uh, a couple <gasps> weeks, I think, down there. Over there, up there, wherever the hell it is. I'd love there.
0: Be fun. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to, like, you know, set up camp on the side of the fucking lock.
1: No, they know. put
2: them up in, like, a hotel and everything. I think it would actually Probably be
1: would
0: pretty cool. Did.
1: <laughs> I think it'd be pretty cool to spend a week on, in a tent on Loch Ness or something. Or in a camper with, with the other Steve. Yeah,
0: like, for a week? Not for fucking the rest of my life, Steve.
1: No, not the rest of your life. No, fuck no.
0: Yeah, no. I'm not going to fucking live there. Jesus Christ. What we about got, a houseboat? Houseboat? Ooh. Well, maybe. House, party houseboat yeah oh, sleeping yeah. on the lock at night that might work Chumming the old water uh, that might work for me that i could do like a permanent thing yeah how do you chum the water matt if, if you don't like my own sovereign nation out on the lock
1: <laughs> how do you, you chum the water if you don't know what this thing actually eats
0: just you should try everything
1: are there a lot of uh
2: herbivores that live in water steve
1: no i don't think so i'm not a herbivoreist i have no idea i don't even know if that's a word hippo steve
2: well typically things that live in water eat meat yes so you just throw blood and meat and stuff over the side
1: what if it's a herbivore though what if it is a herbivore
2: then throw some lettuce over the side there you go yeah Kelp, maybe,
1: maybe that's the whole answer to this whole thing. They've been doing it wrong all these years. Wrong bait. Maybe we should just throw. Never mind, I'm not going to go there. It was going to be a Matthew Johnson reference, <laughs> maybe but I changed my mind and I didn't say it because you know,
2: maybe we should throw Matthew Johnson into the lock. I didn't say that and drive off. Maybe we should attach weights to his ankles. <laughs> I didn't say that either. You also didn't say that if there was some sort of mass suicide, it might be a good thing. I didn't say that. You didn't.
0: <laughs> Culling the herd. Yeah, you didn't you didn't say anything like that, Steve.
1: I I didn't even I think it. Oh, no, of course not. Should you? I mean, those people. Those poor people. Oh, those I believe people. some some herds need to be culled, but I'm never gonna be the one to say it.
0: Oh, dude! I went back and watched clips from Tropic Thunder.
2: Talking about a movie that didn't age well in today's society. I mean, I thought the movie was great, but oh, like, so can great. You, do you think there's people out there? Like, do you think there's Avengers fans that know what oh, their yeah. precious Iron Man used to do? Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Like that. See, but here's the thing. Okay. <clears throat> I'm a fan of redemption for people. I'm a total fan. Uh, And Robert Downey Jr. uh, By all accounts, seems to have gotten his life together. uh, He's a different person. Um,
2: (laughs) Happened after that movie. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, soul man. Maybe you ought to do some inner reflection.
0: This this was a creative choice, yes. And the reason behind the whole movie, like Tropic Thunder, is a caricature of Hollywood. Yeah, it is poking fun at these stupid ass people who think they like that they're so self obsessed that they have to do these things. So I love the take on it. Um, e- even I was watching uh, his interview with Rogan, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s interview with Rogan, and he even says he's like, listen, I got about 90-something percent of my black friends that are like, dude, that was fucking great. <laughs> and then the other ones are like, mm. You know? But it it's a caricature. And it's, it's a piece of art. So, like, for me, like, I, I look at it like, you know, he, he, he played a role, and it was a role poking fun at shit. Right. Where Soul Man was not a guy getting in blackface to poke fun at the idea of blackface. <laughs> like, it was something totally different and that's why i think that most people were okay with it you know that that portrayal. i
2: think it's because of whenever it came out <laughs> I, think,
0: I think that has i mean
2: we grew we grew so, up with a lot of that sort of humor
0: well and i think that if you tried to do it today it wouldn't happen no i don't think he would agree to do it today no he wouldn't agree to do it today and it wouldn't happen I mean, Christ, he got on Rogan. He's like, you're not getting me to smoke a joint. <laughs> <laughs> like, Let's just be clear. <laughs> and Rogan's like, yeah, his stock went down the next day, but it went right back up the other the, the day
2: after. <laughs> I'd like to bring in my next guest, Charlie Sheen. <laughs>
0: yeah, <that's so> <laughs> <laughs> fucking Char- Dude, Charlie Sheen. This, this is the shit that gets me. They're going after all these people for this fucking Me Too shit. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Charlie Sheen. Like,
1: what the get, fuck? Gets off Scott fucking free. Oh, yeah. like, you know, he's got AIDS. Leave him alone.
0: Yeah. Like, that he may have knowingly given to women Well, you know. Good old fucking Chuck Sheen. Do you think, I mean,
2: honestly, I mean, this is what you have to ask yourself. If Charlie Sheen, Carlos Estevez? If Charlie Sheen <laughs> knew he got AIDS, would but he quit fucking? That's what you have to ask yourself. Oh, fuck no.
0: Of course not. And why would you not keep Carlos Estevez? <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, once again, growing up as a fan of all of those actors, that was one of the most. Con- the Sheen family was so fucking confusing.
0: Now, Be- uh, you're like Emilio. You ever, <laughs> you ever have thought, like, go back in time, like to the 80s. Take yourself back, Matt yeah close your to do that. Close your eyes, go back, go back. think about loaded weapon yeah. yeah all the Emilio Estevez driven movies. did you ever think that he would be the one that would drop off and be normal? No <laughs> no like I half expected like you to find out that Emilio Estevez was dead in a fucking pile of his own vomit, like from fucking- I live in Tulsa
2: home of the outsiders where most of those guys got their big career break in that movie and out of that entire cast of movie, which included a young fucked up tooth, Tom Cruise yep. out of that movie Swayze. All of them. You watch that movie and Emilio is the one where you're like, what the fuck is with this guy? Then young guns, the highlight of his career. Yeah. He's still the one, you know, where you're like, huh. I mean, you're playing alongside Sutherland, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and you're still like, man, this
0: guy's off. And <laughs> but but then fast forward, he's making movies like The Way. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite movies of all time. It I mean
2: And like not fucking up, not getting into trouble.
0: Oh, just making good movies, writing and directing good movies. Um, just squeaky fucking clean. <laughs> it's like what the fuck? I just if I was to take myself back in time, I would have never thought that Emilio Estevez would be the one with his shit together. No. <clears throat> and that Charlie Sheen would be the fucking disaster. <clears throat> like, he looked like he was on his way to, like, you know, th- that superstardom of just, like, you know, can't do no wrong. Well, not not the can't do no wrong, but, you know, gonna just make it and be good. and Yeah. And boy, were we wrong.
2: And <laughs> just gonna follow in Martin's footsteps.
0: <laughs> yeah. And what a fucking great actor Martin Sheen is. Oh, yeah. I mean, Jesus. Uh, hit him and The Departed like that role was perfect for him absolutely perfect for him and he was great just as that you know that boston guy you know that uh it was so it, it was so good and i really enjoyed uh his character in the way you know this father that lo- loses his son <clears throat> Who, who was, you know, trying to make this pilgrimage walk, you know, the uh, Camino del Santiago or whatever the fuck it is, where you end up at, at this church at the end. Um, and his son dies while he's doing this. So he decides to go take up the the walk that his son did without having any idea of what he was fucking doing. And, you know, just to try and find some connection with his son. I thought it was just such a beautiful movie. I mean, from beginning to end, it's it's a great movie. And if you haven't seen it, I fucking totally recommend it. Way more than Leviathan, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what?
2: Okay, let's not get carried away.
0: Leviathan is a mess. Master- I mean, Matt, you were a little preoccupied when we were having our Leviathan discussion. You were uh, watching your Kansas City Chiefs uh, secure their yeah. position. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: But I... I, I, I mean, do- what, what is there to add? About a discussion to Le- of Leviathan, though. <laughs> it's just the greatest fucking mal- amalgamation of every horror movie. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sitting there with my son because I watched it again with my son. And I'm I'm like, dude, you, you, this, you're going to love this. I'm like, it's everything. He's like, what? I'm like, it's an 80s horror movie. It's, it's like- every
2: John Carpenter movie made that John Carpenter didn't make.
0: Yeah, and, <laughs> and wrapped into this undersea adventure. And then, like, for some reason, they decided to put a Jaws reference in. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm in." And we sat down and we watched it. And I'm like, "Dude," at the end, for no apparent reason, they have sharks come up and just bump them. He's like, "Get the fuck out!" I'm like, "No, no, it happens." Well, I mean, what else is gonna happen in that scenario? Uh, that, but seriously though, that movie is it, it is. I don't know how I missed it all these years, and I've watched it twice in the past week. It just, it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's a very bad movie. Let me let yeah. me hear about this. Yeah. It's a very bad movie, but it's so bad that it's good. <clears throat> it, is, it is just so bad that it is good. And the, the the caliber of actors that they have in this, you know, like Hector <laughs> Elizondo, fucking Daniel Stern, fucking Richard Crenna, Peter Weller. I'm just like, you, I, I, you can't go wrong. You just could not, they couldn't go wrong with this for me. Can you imagine where they took that script (laughs) to
2: like a director and producers and stuff? Like were there like three questions like, are they underwater? (laughs) Are they trying to reach the surface? And are there sharks? (laughs) If you can do all three of those, I'm in. We'll we'll produce No questions asked.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, If if you can put some sharks in at the end, And a quote that's kind of like Roy Scheider's... Similar, but
2: won't get us sued. Like, literally, say,
0: ah, motherfucker.
4: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
0: (sighs) This makes me want to go back and watch Screamers. Which, by the way, is not a bad Peter Weller movie. It's a very good sci-fi Peter Wellen movie, if you ask me, <clears throat> not you know, not amazingly made or anything, but it's a good movie. It's based on a Robert Heinlein book, I believe. <clears throat> but I was trying to get my son to watch Predestination. Do you remember Predestination, Matt, with Ethan Hawke? Um, not off the top of my head. It's based on an, a Robert Heinlein novel about time travel. Um and he's trying to stop this guy, the Fizzle Bomber.
2: That's a horrible name.
0: Yeah, no, it is a fucking horrible <laughs> The Fizzle Bomber. Name. They actually talk about that in the movie, about how it's a horrible name. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, if you haven't seen it, I recommend it. It's I was trying to get my son to watch it, but he was just like, "eh, nah, it doesn't sound very
2: good. Mm-hmm. Oh, Minority Report with Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I've never seen this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's good. You'd like it. Um, I just but, read the little blurb. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it it it's got a good little twist to it. I I loved the movie, absolutely loved it. I've watched it a bunch of different times. You know what? I just did. Uh, did did you ever catch the time travel movie Primer? Um. Anyone? Anyone? anyway it's both these guys they're trying to to create this tech startup thing they're they're creating um
2: yes the ones that create the box
0: right they create the box okay so i recently just this past week went back and watched on youtube there is a whole thing that explains everything in that movie like it goes through everything bit by bit to explain every piece of time travel that happens in that movie And I was like, that was kind of eye opening because I've watched Primer a few different times because it's such a great time travel movie um, about what happens when two people start time traveling and then lying to each other.
2: Yeah, I thought it was one of those. uh, I mean, that was one of those movies that you always saw on the shelf at Blockbuster, but never rented. And then finally, like one day, everything was out and you're like, well, I guess I'll rent this. And then you're like, holy shit, this is good.
0: But it—it it, it so happened with me that it happened because of streaming services, you know. Yeah, but once see, that's tri- the
2: thing about Primer. Doesn't Primer seem like something that was like oh, yeah. made for fucking Netflix or something?
0: Yeah, it and it was—it was just an independent film. Yeah, and I think I saw it on Netflix the first time. Um, oh, see, I rented that bitch. Yeah, it's such a good <laughs> film. Too, yeah, such a good. Yeah. Movie. I mean, if you haven't seen Primer, I, I definitely recommend it. I mean, I'm I'm big with time travel movies. You put out a time travel movie, I will at least fucking check it out. I, mean, that, I think that kid one that's on fucking Netflix that see you tomorrow or no, 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 not that, that crap. I, that goddamn thing is that, that I don't know. But the uh, Project Almanac, which was with the teenage kids. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. um, But yeah, you, you make a fucking time travel movie. I'm in.
2: See, you know? I think uh, with Primer, it kind of stayed under the radar because it was like story-driven and low-budget. You know,
0: there was not, and there's no special effects in that fucking movie. No, but it's it very two guys movie. in a room. You know, Yeah, and it's all dialogue. It's uh, it's very cerebral. Like when you get to the end and you realize what's been going on, yeah, it's like what the fuck, like. That's the thing, like it goes into this whole idea of, you know, two guys who are friends and then they start time traveling and realizing they can do things and then lying to each other. Yeah.
2: I mean it's the classic did you eat the last slice of pizza? Only the pizza
0: is a time travel device. (laughs) You know, know, where? No, I didn't eat it. I don't know why I would do it. Like making devices independent of each other. It gets fucking wacky. Um but yeah, I, I definitely recommend that shit. <clears throat> but oh, uh, the fucking Leviathan! I it, I can't say enough good about it. I just don't know how I missed this amazing '80s gem. It, it
2: did really surprise me, you know, this week. Whenever you like message me that you had, yeah, that you had like watched it for the first time, and I was like, what? this comes on like every sunday afternoon on public television like <laughs>
0: i've i've never seen it i've never caught it when it was on it, I've, i remember seeing like the poster for it or the the, the vhs case for it yeah. you know and and never grabbing it you know never going oh yeah i want to check that out today i checked out deep star 6 which was a horrid bag of dog shit underwater and i didn't check out leviathan i mean that right there fucking tells you everything chris have you ever seen lunopolis no no i've never seen lunopolis no fucking clue what that is Monopoly.
1: <coughs> I have i have a feeling now it has something to do
0: with the moon of the lunar surface <laughs> and if you pass go you go like two hundred
2: did you see where they're releasing a uh,
0: anniversary edition garbage pill kids monopoly Yes, I posted that's so on, um, cool. on the like page. I
1: I've seen it. Yeah,
0: I'd be in for getting a copy of that fucking. Song. Forty bucks.
1: Forty bucks <clears throat> is what it
0: costs. Is. Is, that's what it's going for. And it'll resell it, it'll, for it'll eighty.
1: Go, well, it would probably resell for a lot more. However, the maker of the game has put restrictions on selling them. So, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, clearly states on the distributor's website. This is not for sale on any online platforms, aside from where they have have it for sale. I also
2: saw where Disney is going after the top Etsy sellers of
1: Baby Yoda toys. Disney's been doing that for for years, though, on Etsy. And people keep doing it. People (sighs) keep using... Chris and I talked about this a little bit before the show. People keep using licensed characters in their homemade stuff, which... Yeah, you know, I understand people do that, but the, then you can't offer it for sale. And Disney is badass about going after people.
2: Oh, yeah. So, dude, there was an article I read today. Um, what that they
0: canceled the, fucking Obi Wan?
2: <laughs> no,
0: <laughs>
2: where uh, I guess he's a singer, a musician, or something. Aaron Carter, mm-hmm. um, a pop singer or something. Anyways. He's uh, releasing a clothing line, and in the promotion of this clothing line, he used a piece of artwork that one of his fans had sent him. And this piece of artwork was done by this uh, artist, uh, I think over in Russia or someplace. Anyways, uh, he didn't have permission to use the artwork. Like, didn't ask, didn't reach out, anything. So the artist, once he found out it was being used, which has had his artwork used illegally before, uh, made a post on Twitter in reference to the guy, Aaron Carter, saying, like, you know, hey, uh you should reach out to me or something, you know. He posted this without my permission, yada yada. Thinking <laughs> that as a fellow person that makes a living off creativity, <laughs> he would hear back from him instead Aaron Carter responds back on Twitter basically saying fuck you take me to court like you should be happy because I have all these fans and like now they're seeing your artwork and was just like a total dick about it
1: guess whose artwork is going to become popular now yeah yeah (laughs) independent of this singer
2: he said that like it's so bad that like in the article, like him and a friend like went on a trip to like Tokyo or something like that and found one of his art pieces on clothing at a shop there on the street for sale. Holy
0: shit. Yeah.
2: And the dude's just 25, you know, cranking out all this artwork that people are stealing.
0: Right. And he's not. And like, and, and, and and like he's not fucking goddamn uh, Gene Simmons running around suing everybody. Yeah, you know, for every fucking goddamn you, you right? Just reached like, out
2: on Twitter and was like, "Hey, you yeah,
0: know, like, hey, man, this belongs
2: be to me. Guy. I'm the creator. You need to hit me up."
0: That's fucking bullshit. You uh, should you should friends, definitely support
1: people. People steal artwork all the time. It's it's horrible in the art world. Yeah, it gets stolen a lot.
2: But I'm saying anything, uh, you know, if if you're a creator of whatever. Uh, copyright infringement is a huge
1: deal. Yeah. You have the right to defend that shit.
2: Yeah. For sure. And sometimes it becomes really difficult to do, especially like over the internet. And in this case, you know, you're talking
0: about like, listen, I've had a great relationship with Fred Dunn over the years. Yeah. And I went to make a t-shirt with his artwork. I first reached out to him. Yeah. And said, Fred, are you okay with this? And he's like, dude, send me a shirt.
1: And, and this guy might have been the same way. Yeah. You know, if yeah. this, this singer um, had reached out to him and said, hey, can we use your artwork? The guy said, yeah. And the guy could have said, dude, just send me a shirt, you know, yeah. and it would have been over.
0: Take care of me a little on the frigging back end or something. Listen, yeah.
2: I saw sold- not only that, but the guy didn't even like yeah. shout him out as the creator uh, of the artwork. Nothing. Nothing.
0: I mean, you know, something like that, like, if I was to ever fucking sell a shit ton of Fred Dunn's fucking artwork on a shirt, you think my ass wouldn't be kicking him some fucking money? Yeah. I mean, come on. The man has done nothing but fucking give us great artwork for this show.
2: But, I mean, uh, this the same hold true, you know, across any platform. I'm sure Aaron Carter wouldn't like it if somebody, like, sampled some of his music and used it and made money off of it.
0: Didn't give him no. any.
1: Aaron yeah. Carter had been all over that shit. Yeah, if if it happened to him, you know he would.
0: Yeah, and that's that's too bad that uh, you know young artists are getting um, taken advantage of, but like that, that's wrong.
1: Yeah, and, well, I think a lot of yeah. the reason is because uh, they know that this guy probably doesn't have a lot of cash to defend this in court, and that's
2: well, that was the thing. Like Aaron Carter, like made a joke because like the guys. Twitter post or whatever at the time had something like 17 likes and he like
0: pointed it out. Like you've got 17 and that's, likes that's that I think needs to change. That's something that I think needs to definitely fucking change this idea that if you have money, you can buy your way into fucking anything when it comes to the law, you know, tie people up in court, whatever the fucking case may be. When did the law stop mattering? and how much money you can pump to a fucking goddamn lawyer in your defense mattered more when did that change i'm just curious
2: whenever people started getting paid for it
1: yeah when lawyers became a thing
0: well it's the system that makes them you know right able to do the things that they're able to do it's 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 the system more so uh, in any event. But when when did that fucking happen? Because, you know, it's not about who is innocent or guilty. It's about who can pay somebody enough money to make it seem enough that they're not guilty when maybe they are. Or...
2: Well, yeah, if you've got like a public defendant who's like handling the caseload of like everybody, you know, they've got like 20 cases that they're working at once, and then you have like, some rich person that can afford like a team of like attorneys. Yeah. that has like a whole office complex doing research for them and working for them and everything like,
0: but based on on how things happen in our society, man, that's valued more. Yeah. You know, and I don't get that because that doesn't, that doesn't hold true to the idea of justice you know which is what those buildings are supposed to uphold is justice <clears throat> what are we upholding i mean that's what i don't understand anymore and i know it's just a fucking you know it's one of those statements i'm just throwing out there but it's just like when fucking it it kind of baffles me it's like when did that happen to us when did we just decide that it's more important that you spend a shit ton of money on attorneys than the you know what the actual thing is well not
2: just attorneys but whenever you um like what are they called like the uh, the experts you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like that's a business now Mm -hmm. you know and they have fees that they charge and if you can pay the better expert to say what you want them to say for your argument you can win the case because
1: the jury
2: will listen to this person and they're a paid expert you know like that's
1: fucked up Right there, yeah. the, the paid expert thing. I've always thought that was fucked up. There yeah. should be no pay involved. Of course, you might not be able to get experts at that point, but.
0: Well, be- there's so much of it that <clears throat> needs to be looked at, I think. And and it's, it goes back to this thing that I've been saying for a long time, is that the system is fucking broken. And until we fucking take a really good, long, hard look at it, when we're just going to sit in it. Like I said, you know, we got peanut butter and jelly. Guess what? So do you. you know, nobody's willing to change it. We're just all still making those peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, just shoving them in our fucking kids faces. You know, this is the life we lived. Guess what? This is the fucking life you live. Here you go. Have fun. Enjoy. <clears throat> now, maybe maybe someday we'll pull our heads out of our asses, but I doubt it. <clears throat> i seriously fucking doubt it because fucking the the almighty dollar rules the almighty fucking dollar just runs everything and if you don't believe me fucking just look at fucking amazon
1: i do every day (laughs) i love amazon i'm glad you do
0: steve I'm glad you do. On that note, this has been the 40 and slip episode 119 Loch Ness 2020. If you like this shit, hit the little thumbs up button. If you don't hit the little thumbs down button, say congratulations to Matt on his team's win. He didn't do a <laughs> fucking thing, but just say I deserve man.
1: it. Uh, <laughs>
0: check out Matt Knapp at youtube.com forward slash bigfoot crossroads and youtube.com forward slash cryptid tales. Uh, check us out on anchor at anchor.fm forward slash the 40 and slip. Uh, it still stands people. If uh, I can get a thousand downloads on anchor in a week uh, before April, I will, I will die. Everything head, beard, blue and i'm not cutting anything until then either
2: share the shit out of the show off anchor i want to see this happen
0: yeah that's i do too i, I want to be
2: able to call him Bluebeard.
0: <laughs> check out our good friend uh pair breakdown at youtube.com forward slash Parabreakdown. breakdown you can check out his uh dr johnson bullshit uh that he put on this week which is it, in it,
1: with dr j and bubba
0: yeah, and Bubba. Yeah, that was a good time. Um, and check out our good friend Dreadfun at dreadfun.com and youtube.com forward slash dreadfun next week. The return of Bronx Johnny. He what? is back from Ecuador, uh, down visiting his wife, who is supposed to be joining him in the States, I believe, sometime soon. So, find uh, something to do, Steve. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you can check him out on the Gas Digital Network, GasDigitalNetwork.com. Um, and uh, I, Johnny picked out something that he's going to teach us about. Yes. So we are going to have Brock Johnny's School of Cryptozoology next week. Wow, and uh, the week after, we will have the return of Steve Collins. We're going to do Again? the... Again? Yeah, we're, we're going to go over the freezer hoax, Steve. Again? We never really, well, we've talked about Rick Dyer, but we've never gone over like the whole course of events. how huh? no, It all went down <laughs> that we've never done. And I think that's basically what uh, pretty soon we're
1: going to have to call Steve calls, special guest and promote Matt. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh no, no. That will always be
2: the special guest. <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do if I ever had a promotion. <sighs> Until then, uh, see ya!